0: Steve Clark is the Housing Minister for the province of Ontario, actually, Municipal Affairs and Housing. Came out yesterday with a policy so sweeping that the Premier and the Finance Minister were also there at the same time. And uh, here to explain aspects of the policy and the thinking behind it, Steve Clark, the Minister, joins us. Good morning, sir.
1: Hey, John. Uh, thanks for having me back on the show. Really appreciate it. So
0: one of the things I wanted to start with, and I realize this is a part of your plan, but one of the fastest ways to expand housing is to retrofit existing buildings. And, you know, because instead of having to lay a foundation and build something from scratch, you just create a new unit within or you throw up, a, you know, demolish a garage and very quickly put up a structure. So how much does retrofitting uh, fit into the plan?
1: Yeah, I think it's a big part of the plan, John. Uh, we, you know, our housing affordability task force looked at this. Um, you know, the concept of being able to have someone that would help pay their mortgage, be cre- create a granny suite in the basement, or having a, a, an ancillary building like a like a laneway suite. We believe that putting it in this piece of legislation uh, and having it province wide will have a huge impact. Uh, positively for our housing supply crisis. And, you know, this bill, while it is our most bold and transformational bill, you know, listen, we just finished a municipal election on Monday where housing was top of mind for every candidate. We finished the provincial election where every party of every political stripe talked about housing. This bill is a a bill that incorporates many of those ideas. And I, I hope that the opposition will support it. There's no, while it's very comprehensive, John, there's no poison pill. Everyone should be supporting this bill.
0: I had a contractor who's a listener write to me, though, this morning, Minister, and he said, good luck finding the workers to actually build anything new because the industry is stretched to the limit. Is
1: that a problem? Uh, it's it's a concern that uh, I've spoken to our labor and uh, skills training minister, Monty McNaughton, about Monty's done a great job on the skilled trades file over the last four years. Obviously, he's looking to work with the federal government on the uh, immigration piece. Uh, and also, Minister Dunlop, our colleges and university minister, we're doing a lot to try to fill that skills gap, but it is a concern, right? And and you know, the economy isn't where we were last year. Last year, we had our highest number of housing starts in over 30 years. We had 100,000 housing starts. But we need a million and a half homes over the next 10 years. And you, John, you're smarter than me. You can do the math, right? So 100,000 starts over 10 years. We're going to be about a half a million homes short. So this bill does what we can do as a province. It can put changes to policies and regulations that once our economy gets back uh, on its feet and we're firing on all cylinders, that municipalities, the federal government, not-for-profit housing providers, and the private sector will be able to get shovels in the ground faster and will be able to meet that target. So this is why this bill is so urgently needed. And again, I'm I'm hopeful and optimistic that uh, all parties will support
0: it. Okay, I think you're overestimating my math skills, but let's keep going here. Um, (laughs) How do you split the difference between NIMBYism and legitimate concerns about in some places, overdevelopment. That there is certain land that perhaps should not be developed, and there are certain neighborhoods where, sure, you know, put up six stories, but not 50.
1: Yeah, and and, and again, you know, the tribunal is a very important part of the equation, right? You want that impartial, uh, reviewer over the decision the question becomes the role of council and i'm a i'm a former mayor as you know and a former chief administrative officer so i've been on both sides of the the council table those checks and balances are still there uh, but by limiting uh, third party appeals and relying on that council versus developer relationship i think that is uh in our in our area right now in our province where we need so many homes of all types where you know, young people and, and new newcomers to our province have just given up hope to to find a home that meets their needs. You know, we're well past this not-in-my-backyard mentality, this nimbyism. You, my clip before talked about where we're at now with bananas, you know, that build absolutely nothing anywhere near anyone. We've got to stop that. And, and the changes that I've put into the tribunal will do that. We need to be able to look Ontarians in the face and say we've done everything as a province uh, to have the housing supply problem dealt with. This is what this bold uh, bill more homes built faster is going to be doing for our province. And again, it's something that everyone can embrace.
0: We're talking with Steve Clark, who is the Minister of Municipal Affairs and Housing. Uh, One concern I have that I think is shared by many people is the idea that we may be neutering uh, the environmental oversight in all of this, and that while housing is a necessity, um, we could be getting ourselves into some trouble by consuming arable land, but more importantly, you know, watersheds and part of the green belt and stuff like that is, are we going too far in establishing that building housing is more important than the environmental oversight?
1: Well, I think even even stakeholders, uh, you know, Ducks Unlimited is, uh, is one stakeholder that came out yesterday in favor of what we were doing because they believe, as I do, that uh, conservation authorities play a, a vital role Um, All the minister, uh, Minister Graydon Smith said yesterday at the press conference was all we want is to have a conversation about getting conservation authorities back to their real core mandate. And, uh, you know, in a challenging uh, uh, environment with climate change, we need CAs to get back to dealing with those natural hazards, flood mitigation. You know, we've seen a lot of. Uh, challenges because of climate change across Ontario. And we need those CAs to do that as well. The other conversation we want to have with conservation authorities is the fact that that other than the Crown, um, conservation authorities own significant land holdings. And, you know, is there an opportunity for us to work with them on retaining uh, some very important wetland and very important protected uh, land, but also look at you know, are there other housing opportunities in the vast Uh, amount of land they own. I think they own 146,000 hectares in in Ontario. So the consultation that's part of my bill, I think, is is an important um, exercise for government to do with uh, one of their agencies. But we also need to look at uh, the duplication. Uh, at the permitting level, between conservation authorities and municipalities, and everyone agrees that uh, there's way too much duplication. It takes too long to get shovels in the ground. So there's got to be a way that some of the, some of these agencies, like conservation authorities, and also some of my brother and sister ministries, we've got to do a better job working together. And that's part of the consultation that we'll have with the with those groups. Thanks for this. Thanks, John. All the best.